Good morning. This morning, I have a very special guest, the human lie detector. Well, my, 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 it's Lieutenant Joe Kenda, homicide hunter. What an honor. Good morning to you. Thanks for having me. Of course. And if you're not familiar, Lieutenant Joe Kenda is a 23-year veteran of the Colorado Springs Police Department, spending 21 years chasing killers as a homicide detective, commander of the Major Crimes Unit, and he has multiple TV shows on Investigation ID, Homicide Hunter, Lieutenant Joe Kenda, American Detective with Lieutenant Joe Kenda. He's written some books, and he is here to share some exciting news. Why don't you tell us what's happening? Well, as of this evening, there's going to be a two-hour special involving a case that occurred on St. Patrick's Day, 1987, and advances in DNA technology allowed us to resolve the case in court last year in Colorado Springs, yeah. 34 years later. Wow, that's some powerful stuff. I was going to ask you, like, what are some of the cases that haunt you? But that's what your new show is all about, right? That's correct. You always think about the unsolved cases you had and, and what mistake did you make, what question did you fail to ask, what did you not observe. You beat yourself up over it. So you think about it all the time. Right. So to have DNA technology available now is a sea change in investigations of criminal events because you have the ability to uniquely identify a perpetrator if you have a liquid sample of their body fluids. So it's a remarkable thing. Yeah, and you had the wherewithal to collect this evidence even when there wasn't really that technology. Correct. There was a rumor in the, in the 1987 that... Uh, there was a doctor in England who was doing testing to determine if a DNA profile could be used to uniquely identify a perpetrator in a sex crime. There had been one case in England in 1986 that utilized the beginnings of that technology, and we thought, wouldn't that be something if we could make that work in this country? But no one knew whether we could or we could not. So I inquired of laboratories what would be the way to preserve this evidence if we have it, so it can be examined perhaps decades from today. And their general response was, if you freeze it in liquid nitrogen, this could preserve the evidence for subsequent examination decades later. That was uh, complicated and somewhat expensive, but we did it anyway. Because we thought, what if it leads to something? It might mean nothing, but it could mean everything. And as it turns out, it does mean everything. Yeah, now that victims' parents have justice and you had one less nightmare on your hands. And it, your new show is called Homicide Hunter Never Give Up. It is three theatrical-length Homicide Hunter specials about three cases that kept you up at night. And they'll finally be put to rest. And actually premiering today, like you said, later on tonight on Investigation ID, 7 o'clock our time. You can also stream it right now on Discovery+. Plus. It was very violent, very brutal actions by the suspect. The way she was treated and killed, you knew you had a monster on your hands. When you're on call for homicide, the general line of communication is with the sergeant on scene. And I appreciated his dedication. He really wanted to do right by the victim. That sergeant happened to be Joe Kendall. Well, my, my, my. Well, my, 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 indeed. If you're just now joining us, I have Lieutenant Joe Kenda, homicide hunter, on the phone. So you've captivated viewers with stories from some of the hundreds of murder cases you've solved throughout the years. And I think what makes watching your show special to me 
is being from here. And I was so young during your time as an investigator. I don't really remember much of what was really happening in the 80s and 90s. I remember the Heather Dawn Church case. And all I know is my mom was like, stay close to the house when you're playing outside because I was about the same age. So it's fascinating for me, at least, to learn some of the history of the city, whether that's in a bad light. Well, of course, that's the case. Uh, There is uh, any place where there are humans, there is a certain level of trouble. Colorado Springs has an average to below average rate of homicide for the number of humans that live there. But, of course, if you put my show on every week, (laughs) you can be overwhelmed with the fact that somebody's getting knocked off every 15 minutes, which could not be further from the truth. Those, Those cases occurred over decades. One thing I always say when people say the crime here is so bad, it was never like this. And I always just say, have you seen Homicide Hunter? It's just the same as it was. Well, you're being inundated with information. Uh, Years and years ago, there were three news outlets in Mm -hmm. the world, the network news, which was on at 6 o'clock in the evening. Now, it's pervasive news, and it's on 24 hours a day. So they're constantly beating the drum of crime and violence Mm -hmm. and everything else they talk about. And the average person, if you're not giving it some critical thought, begins to believe that the bad guys are coming over Pike's Peak if we ever go to sleep, we're all going to be at risk. Right. And that couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> not be further from the truth. It's all about your perception, not about reality. Correct. How did Homicide Hunter even come to be? Like, what was the process that led to you getting a show in the first place? It was, uh, it fell out of the sky. And then my wife harassed me into calling them back. <laughs> a guy wrote me a letter. He was a newsman in Colorado Springs back in the day. He knew me. He said he had interviewed me at crime scenes when I was working, although I didn't recall his name or recall him at all. But he remembered me. He left news, moved up in the world, and became a producer of television programming, had the idea for the show, and wrote me a letter. I was retired, and I put the letter down. My wife said, what's that? I said, it's a letter from some guy that says he's going to put me on TV like that's going to happen. She said, you need to call him. I'm not calling him. <laughs> you d- No, no, I don't like TV people. Well, my wife has a PhD in nagging from a good school. So this went on for four days. So you're going to call him tomorrow morning or in the afternoon? What do you think? You know, I finally said, she's relentless. So I thought, okay, peace in the family. I'll call the guy. I called him. I kind of liked him. And one thing led to another, and here we are. Wow, yeah, that's that's really cool, and I'm glad. I'm like a huge fan of the show. Um, I know when I was pregnant, all I kept on was investigation ID. Um, I don't know, it was like this huge fascination, but I am a true crime nerd, and I know a lot of our listeners are as well, and it's really cool that you've got this new show. Again, premiering tonight on Investigation ID, uh, 7 p.m. our time, and then how are these going to be released? Because there's three... Th- theatrical length uh, shows, are they going to be weekly or can you share that with us? I don't know the answer to that. Actually, Uh, The other two are still in production and I don't have an idea what the release schedule is. Gotcha. Well, I'm excited to check it out. And one thing I appreciate is your smooth matter of fact delivery um, of often the grisly details of crimes that you've investigated. And I think that's what's kept me watching all these years. And I just can't wait to check it out. Well, I've never had a script. I say whatever I want. Yeah. I made that 
uh, when I started. I said, I'm not going to read somebody else's words. I'll tell you about this. I was there. I remember it quite clearly. Yeah. You have a good memory. (laughs) Yes, I do. Yeah, you're often called the human lie detector. What are some of the biggest tells and tricks of any detective to catch somebody lying or to confirm? Because I'm horrible at knowing if somebody's lying to me. (laughs) Well, human nature is very predictable. No one likes to believe that. Everyone Mm -hmm. likes to believe they're clever and they can conceal themselves behind a mirror and you'll never actually see them. But that's not true. You uh, look at body language. You look at his eyes or her eyes. Where are they looking? Are they looking at you or are they looking at the floor? Are they looking up? Because maybe they're trying to remember something. All sorts of little things that help you along the way. The body language is most important. How is he sitting? Is he facing the door? Has he moved his chair so he has a clear pathway to the door? He wants out. Is his leg bouncing? He's nervous. Is he playing with his fingers in his hands or turning a pen in his hands? Also nervous. Right. Why are you nervous? You know, and so on. So there's lots of things. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. And again, I'm so excited to check out your show. We only know the details of the first episode, but it hits home for me because I'm a female veteran and I have my fair share of stories from the military and being a woman. Um, so I just can't wait to check this out later. It's uh, it's well done. I think you'll find it to be quite interesting. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you, Lieutenant Joe Kenda, for joining me this morning. Again, Homicide Hunter, Never Give Up premieres today. Investigation ID, 7 p.m. our time. You can also stream it right now if you have Discovery Plus, which is probably what I'm going to go do after I get off work. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. Of course. It's been an honor. Thank you so much.